When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wright and Rob Brown. The Views from Midstream podcast rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. Lonzo Reitzel, Rob Brown with you on a whatever day it is and whatever time it is where you are listening to this pod. If you haven't done it already, the best time to share this pod on your social media feed would have been about seven months ago when we started. The second best time to share this pod on your social media feed is right now, this very second. Do us a favor, take that link, that little share button on whatever platform you're listening or watching us on, grab that share button, pop it onto your Twitter, pop it into your Instagram, pop it onto your Facebook, onto your LinkedIn, onto your Be Real, onto your TikTok, onto your MySpace, onto your Angel Fire, whatever you're using, ladies and gentlemen, link the pod so we can t- can continue uh, to grow the show. That's that's what we're going for here. I'm not so, talking up Angel Fire because that, that one got That's me. real old school, dude. That's like me in middle school, old school, which I think you were like 35 already, but it was Something around like that. Time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Israel Evero comes in as the DC. We've talked about this quite a a bit. And the number one concern, I guess, the number one consideration that I have seen, critique, criticism, question, whatever you want to call it, is that Israel Evero is a 3-4 guy. Carolina is a 4-3 team, have been for for a hot minute. And so the question mark is, can Israel Evero conduct either A, a shift to a 3-4 defense in Carolina based on the talent that we have, or B, can he adjust himself to coach a 4-3 defense with the talent that we have, either to delay the shift or he just is a 4-3 coach at this point. And I was I was kind of curious about that. So I went back and I looked at a couple of spots to see if Ezra Evero has any experience uh, with a 4-3 defense. And it turns out that not only does he have that experience, but he's actually got the experience of watching and participating in a defense shifting from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Isro Evero was on the Rams staff back in 2017. At that point in time, their defensive coordinator was Greg Williams. Greg Williams was a 3-4 guy at that point in time. They made a transition in D.C., and they ended up going to a 3-4 defense. That is Israel Evero's style of defense. This was all on the Rams team uh, leading up to their 2019 Super Bowl run. He has not only seen how to do it, but he's seen how to do it in a way that ends up being successful. To me, Israel Evero is not a 3-4 guy. Evero is a 
3-4 heavy hybrid defensive mind. If you go back and you watch some of his game film, even last year in Denver, one thing that you are going to notice is you're going to see a lot of 3-4 out of the Broncos. You're also going to see a lot of hybrid because this is a dude that loves to rub a cover two package out of a nickel formation. He also loves to switch up the looks. You were at times going to get a 4-2-5. You were at times going to get a 3-3-5. You may even occasionally get a heavy box or a light box where he's going to have five down linemen and a single linebacker backed up by five DBs, including one who walks up on either side to play the hybrid linebacker role. You might occasionally see uh, two down linemen and extra uh, extra linebackers walked up about mid-range of where they ordinarily be backed up by the five cornerbacks. You'll also see a traditional 4-3 where you'll have one linebacker coming up and then dropping off to go help with the cover two, allowing the cornerbacks to move up. There's a lot of fluidity a lot of adaptation, a lot of creativity with the way he runs. And the thing that I love that uh, love about that, Lonzo, in Carolina is that when you look from the front of the back, yes, we have built the roster to run a 4-3 defense. Absolutely, I'm not arguing with that. But I look at a guy like Jeremy Chin, who's kind of that tweener, right? He's not a linebacker, but he's not a defensive back either. He's kind of right in the middle. But man, if I am running a hybrid defense with a cover two nickel, and I'm going to use a cornerback to move up and play and run support, Jeremy Chin is quite literally built for that. You're going to send JC and the guys back to play defense. You're going to move Chin around to different spots. You're going to ask him to sit back in zone and wait to come up on run support. He can do that. If you're going to go to a 3-4, Derek Brown as a nose tackle works just fine. Just fine. Now it's going to change the rotation of defensive tackles out there, but he suits up perfectly with the linebacker core behind him. I think I trust Israel Evero based on what I've seen during his time in Denver to understand how to work the different hybrid angle uh, angles. And I think there is more than enough talent on this Carolina defense, Lonzo, that you can plug and play different guys to create a bunch of different looks. And in these NFC South, with Desmond Ritter, maybe in Atlanta, with Andy Dalton, maybe in New Orleans, with Blaine Gabbert in Tampa, if I can have a defense that can throw six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve different looks at you during a game with those inconsistent quarterbacks, you got a real good chance of throwing them off and winning that division. All right, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong because uh, my memory is not the greatest anymore. Uh, but a couple years ago. They were kind of playing a 3-4, weren't they? Because I seem to recall there being um, when Keekley was there and Thomas Davis was there and Shaq was out on the field during that time, so he's got experience that way. I just don't think we're that far removed from it, uh, from playing this kind of defense already. And these guys seem to be able to adjust well. Um, but I, I think we're going to find out if he is going to switch to defense when when we get to the draft, because you're going to have to bring in some other guys, aren't you? Uh, I mean, to to play that style. And I know you're talking about adjusting. I know you're talking about hybrid, but you got to bring in some guys that that are that are used to that kind of defense <clears throat> to fill in the gaps who aren't as versatile yet because they're just coming out of college and maybe played only that style. I I th- I'm going to be interested in the draft and uh, any free agents that they bring in. I think that will tip the hand to a certain degree about what kind of defense they're going to play. 
So if you go back to predominantly 2021, Matt Rule's first year there, you actually will see a lot of hybrid defenses out of Carolina. You'll see some 3-4. You'll see some 4-3. You'll even go back, and this is what I'm excited about with Israel Evero, because I think that we started building the defensive roster a few years back, and I think the remnants of this are capable of handling Israel Evero's defenses. Uh, and you'll see this both in his defenses last year in Denver, and if you go back to 2021's defenses in Carolina, and to some degree 2022, a little bit less so, you'll actually see a bunch of the same looks. Uh, there was a lot of 3-4. There was a lot of 4-3. There were also uh, some 5-1s. Some you go five down linemen and one off-ball linebacker who backs up a yard or two to give them a little bit more lateral speed. You ask the linemen to effectively eat up the offensive line as blockers, and then you just go play ISO ball, right? It's like the old Oklahoma drill. Now it's just one-on-one -on -one wherever the gap is. Linebacker waits for the running back to pick a gap, then he fills it. They did a lot of that last year uh, with five DBs, including one, like we mentioned, with Jeremy Chin's capabilities, who would step up and play effectively a uh, backup or reserve linebacker if the one in charge got kicked out or whatever. We have seen this before in Charlotte, no doubt about that. Now we get to see it with the guy who did it last year and made it work successfully with a defense that was challenged all year because of the fact that their offense could not get off of the field. We got the talent to be that hybrid team. We got the talent to go heavy box with five down. We got the talent to go light box with three down and four backers or even three, three, and then end up dropping six back and having that kind of cornerback, linebacker, tweener. There are so many options because of the versatility of talent on the defensive side of the ball, which works out just fine because Ezra Evero is not a 1D. You see a lot of DCs, and this is more in the past than it is the current day. But you used to have a lot of spots where your defensive coordinator ran a 4-3. That's what you ran. You ran a 4-3, and that's just it. Or he ran a 3-4, and that's just it. Evero is... 3-4 heavy, but you're going to see a lot of different looks, and I absolutely think that the Panthers have the talent. I kept waiting for the breakout last year. It never really came. Frank Reich has the talent to break out the offense. Uh, Evero has the, the, the talent, the understanding to actually utilize the strengths of the talent on the defense. You know, look, I'm, I'm going to say this. I said it uh, a couple of days ago. I had some friends tell me I was crazy. I don't think I am. We've got every ability to do next year what the Jacksonville Jaguars did this year. To be a team nobody talks about coming into the season, nobody believes in, to have a breakout on the offensive side of the ball, to have an absolute group of horses on the defensive side of the ball to limit offensive opportunities for other teams, and to go and run the table and win the division. And Israel Evero is going to be a big piece of the reason why that happens. Yeah, I think you got to look at the South and, and see which – which team is is built best in the NFC South? And right now, it's got to be the Carolina Panthers. There's just, just one position that we've got to figure out, and uh, everyone's talking about that position. We've talked about it, and we'll talk about it again. Once we get that position figured out, then uh, then we're going to know what's going on. But, you know, right now, there are no quarterbacks in the NFC South, are there? Who's the established quarterback? Desmond Ritter, Andy Dalton, Blaine Gabbert. Take your freaking pick. Yeah, and we don't know if any of those guys will actually be the starter come Correct. the beginning of the season. So uh, this is it's like starting over again for everybody. 
And uh, I, I will speak for the rest of Panther fans and say, why not us? Ladies and gentlemen, there's some thoughts. Defensive coordinator is hired. Now we turn our eyes to the OC, and then we turn our eyes to the draft. We are just a handful of weeks away from the NFL Draft Combine. We will have coverage of all the guys that we believe could be selected at nine. Then we will start putting the profiles together for the draft. And before you know it, friends, we're going to have camp here for the Rooks. We're going to have mini camps. I mean, it feels like the NFL's week one is like two weeks away. I wish. It's not. I know. I know. I'm just – I'm trying to stay happy and optimistic. They, they, What's they gotta, the hiring? They got they got to play a game this weekend first before the season's over. Fair enough. Lonzo, before we get out of here, any final words for the people? I've already said it. Good enough for me. Ladies and gentlemen, the next episode of the Views from Entry podcast will drop for you on Friday. I predicted the last one. We would have a DC or an OC by this one. I will predict that by the next time we get together on Friday, we will have the other half of the coordinator's offices filled up and ready to be broken down. He is Lonzo Reitzel. My name is Rob Brown. Do us a favor. Make sure you're subscribed to the Views from Industry podcast. Make sure you share us around to all of your Carolina Panther friends. We will see you back here Friday for another episode of the Views from Industry podcast. Keep pounding, baby.